0: We got an email last week from uh, Mike and Joyce Bond that they're out, they're based out of Seattle, and uh, the ministry that God has for them there, and they said they're going to be in this area in somewhat unfortunate circumstances as to why they were here, but we are blessed that they get to be here with us this morning to share what God is doing through them and through the ministry all over the world. So if you would put your hands together, please welcome Mike, and Joyce, are going to come up as well? No? Please welcome Mike.
1: Thank you. It's so good to be here again. Does anybody remember when I was here the last time? Okay, I can't. I can't preach the same sermon. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's been five, seven years, something. Yeah, it's been a while. So, but uh, we thank you so much. We are your missionaries. Uh, you have been supporting us for a couple of decades now, and so we appreciate that. We came here and visited, I think, the very first time when Pastor Ogren was here, and so uh, that's been, uh, been a while, and, and actually, Joyce has never been, and that's Joyce, Joyce, would you stand up, please, and let him say hi to you, yeah, come on, thank you. That's my wife, Joyce, we have been married for 48 years in April, and we're great-grandparents now to one, one great-granddaughter, and so... We've been around a while, but God's been doing some things. Uh, We uh, uh, got called to the ministry, attended Seattle Bible College, uh, got involved with Union Gospel Mission in Seattle while we were there, and then the Lord called us away from there to Papua New Guinea. We got involved with a uh, technical support work in Papua New Guinea, and uh, while we were there, we became an accidental church planter. I hadn't intended to do that, but uh, we saw the needs in the village and just couldn't, resist and so we started a bible study in our living room and pretty soon there's there's a church out there and uh, we helped um, to nurture that and then before we were finished there were eight churches out there but then the lord called us away and that was uh, he started talking to us in about 1987 while we were there and called us away and we left there at the end of 1990 to come back to the united states and to establish a ministry to reach muslims now at that time we didn't know one end of a Muslim from a Hindu because it was just, they weren't on our radar yet. But they got on our radar, uh, you know, a couple of decades ago now. But, uh, but we, didn't, we didn't know what that was. And so the Lord called us to come back and to get involved in, in uh, recording radio programs and broadcasting back to their home countries. Uh, we were to work with uh, former Muslims who had converted to Jesus. And wherever they were, they could record radio programs. We would find airtime to reach back into their country. Uh, we started out in Arabic, and we uh, added Farsi for uh, for, uh, uh, gosh, I, I woke up early too early this morning. So, uh, Farsi for Iran and Turkish, and we added we've added a bunch of lang- added a bunch of Urdu for Pakistan, a bunch of languages. to That got to the point where we were uh, on the air an awful lot. We were getting responses from people in about 65 countries while we were. But then the Lord, we began to to recognize that that sort of international broadcast wasn't going to last forever. And so uh, in a prayer meeting 11 or 12 years ago in a missions conference in New York, they had a time uh, where they'd bring the missionaries and some of the staff together and some of the people that were real missions maniac sort of people, you know, and we'd all come together and they would pray and pray for the missionaries. And so I decided to go get in the hot seat because I knew that there was a change coming, but I didn't know what it was. And so I went up and and sat in the hot seat, got prayed for, and kind of walked back and sat down and uh, felt better. But then a veteran missionary uh, from from Nepal came up and started to read my mail. You know what that means? That's where he knows a lot more about me than he should, you know, (laughs) and starts to tell me stuff about what the Lord was going to do. And that was really encouraging because when he walked away, the Lord had started to give me a download about what was supposed to happen. And it was a download about something I hadn't really even wanted to do, and it was to get involved in Internet radio. And I didn't even know that that would be effective yet, but God is doing some incredible things in our world today. We were talking about one of them just last night that is going to put the, the, the Internet in the hands of, of probably every person on the face of the earth via via their cell phone. And so uh, we, we, we take that for granted here. But if you're living in the mountains in, in uh, oh, gosh, um, anywhere uh, back in some of the countries that we're attempting to reach, and you probably don't have cell phone coverage, and so it's limited what can be done, but the Lord began to to talk to us about internet radio stations, and of course, where you need, you have internet radio stations, you got to sort of have a website, you know, to hang those on so that they can find it, and so we got involved in in beginning uh, to to build a system where we could uh, give away these websites and give away internet radio stations to ministries and individuals who have the language to be able to reach them so that they could use them to reach muslims around the world and so it's been a process building that thing and making it work we tried to use some stuff that was somebody had already already written and and every time they'd update that it would undo all of our translation and so finally we sat down and wrote our, our own websites and so god blessed us with a with a young man uh at Seattle Pacific University, who uh, sat down with us and did that, and then we integrated the, the internet radio stations with them and learned to host those ourselves on our own servers that, that, that God gave us. And so we've been building it, building and adding more, and adding innovations. And see, it's really cool what God is beginning to do because he makes me dream. And one by one, he's giving me individuals that are coming and joining us and building what, what we dreamed, And so uh, just... We've grown it to the point now where just at the end of last year we were able to let go of international broadcast radio and rely solely on our internet radio stations that we're broadcasting on uh, to reach Muslims around the world and we're seeing some really exciting things and again I want to thank you for your support because it's because you stayed with us that we have been able to build because like I say this has been a dozen years and for a dozen years we either didn't have enough people or didn't have enough money to hire the people but God used the people that stayed with us for us to be able to walk through, to squeeze through, and to begin to build it. Now, there are a lot more things that need to be built. We've got some examples of that a little bit that I'll be able to show you as I show you what God is doing. But it's exciting to see. And there's a video. Can you play that video that I gave him, that MP4, that thing that's about seven minutes long? And that's a little kind of an update and strategy of, of what we're doing. Thank you not only for celebrating with us, but again for being a part of it. Because without your help, without the help of the church, we, we couldn't accomplish these things. I'm, I was semi-technical at one time, you know, and, and there was some thought that maybe I could make some of that happen, but any technology that I know is <laughs> is has been far surpassed by the things that have happened in the last 30 years, and God has just given us uh, good people to come together and to, uh, to begin to build. Now, we need a lot more good people. Uh, if you were to go to our website, globalradioarch.org, there is a... A page where you could click the tab and it says missionary opportunities. There are at least a dozen or a dozen and a half people that we need to join us uh, full time for us to be able to expand this to the point where, because where we can make a huge impact on the world. Basically, God has given us the opportunity to to uh, to recruit an army of young people to reach out to their people in their own language and use these websites and internet radio stations. As, as as websites of mass conversion you know if you, if you want to put it that way and so God is doing some wonderful things but it's going to need more to be able to grow to the point where uh, to meet the full potential uh, that it has let's let's have a little tour of those websites show us that first one please that ISA.kz ISA uh, and and click the uh, second tab down that'll give us the, the best look I think yeah there we go well, that's not it pictures not loading. But what you're looking at is a website that is designed for the the Uyghur people. Now these particular Uyghurs are people that you might have heard a lot a little bit in the news recently because they're a group of about 12 million people that are kind of from a Turkic background but they live in western China and some of Kazakhstan and some of those countries nearby and China is persecuting them terribly. Go ahead and click that that play button right there on the front of there and see if that will, will work out for us. So what we have done is we've built the there it comes. Yeah, go ahead and bring that down. That's uh, that that radio sta- that, that radio station is connected to that website. And so what we do is we promote those websites. Uh, Google helps us to do that, uh, and the, the Uyghurs come looking, they come searching for something, they find the, the internet radio, the, uh, the website, they click that button, and the internet radio station pops up and then they're able to listen, and it speaks to them 24-7. God has blessed us with a a nice collection of stuff that that has been recorded and that we've recorded music and programs and stories and things that play on the station constantly. Uh, Go ahead and go to the next one, that U-U-C-Y-C dot online. That's a Russian website, believe it or not, to reach Muslims. Why? Because the, 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 the Russians basically had the Soviet Union at one time, and all part of Central Asia, right outside of China, were millions of Muslims, more than 100 million Muslims lived there in the various languages, and because they were subjugated by the, uh, by the Soviet Union, they all learned Russian as a street language, and so one of the tools that we've got is to build a Russian website, and it's a special Russian called Central Asian Russian, uh, because they've got some extra religious words in there that don't exist in, in the Russian language for them, And we ministered uh, to them. I'll click that radio station too. That uh, the the arrow there. There we go. Russian, and then somebody's translating in the background. But uh, you go ahead and stop that. And so uh, uh, let's go to the next one. Go to alardisha.com. This is in the Bengali language. A young man. We saw his picture earlier in the uh, in the uh, uh, photographs there. That. uh, built that and is to reach out to the Bengali uh, people of, of Bangladesh, which is basically just north and to the right of, uh, of India a little bit, uh, a Muslim country. Uh, go to family.online. This is one of our Arabic uh, websites. And, and again, it's got a radio station, the potential to touch uh, somewhere in the vicinity of 350 million people that speak that language. And the potential is growing every day. And so our intention is to simply begin to give those sites away, to, to give the radio stations away. And we're, we're getting, now we're getting to the point where, on, and these are only a few of the sites, but we're getting to the point where we're getting 36,000 hits to the site every month. And it's growing. And as we add more languages, as we add more websites in the various languages and promote those things, God is going to saturate the Muslim world with the gospel, not only through our ministry and through others as well, but through this one, God is is certainly going to use. And so we're and and we uh, the, the the radio is still growing, but we're still getting 600 hours of listening every month on, on the radio stations. And so it's growing. We're touching the lives of people and getting responses. Uh, there's a new experimental thing that we, that we're doing. Show them uh, godradio.online. This is a website that we designed and kind of run the uh, the cursor over the top of some of the areas. You see how that that pops up when somebody when someone doesn't. They've done a little search, and, and we use words like God and Jesus, and they've done a little search, and it pops up. They come to the site, and as they move it around, they say, oh, oh they find their country. Come over and, and hit it in the Middle East someplace. Uh, right, just cl- yeah, cl- click there. It pops up, and when they see something in their language, now they know that that's for them, and they can choose one of those websites. They can choose one of the Internet radio stations there, and now we've got them without using anything, you know, uh, without needing to know what their language is. We've attracted them. And so God is doing some wonderful things. We just built this. Like I say, it's experimental. We haven't got all of the sites and all of the radio stations on it yet, but they've just the, the guys have just finished the coding on it and turned it over to us. And now we're going to get all of those on there and begin to promote that and be, and as, as another avenue to draw people in, even when we don't know what language necessarily that we're dealing with or they don't know. And so we can do it uh, with that particular site. God is doing some exciting things. Uh, one of the newest sites is for the Berber people of uh, of Morocco. Morocco it's a t- terrible place uh, for people to be trafficked, and the Berber people, the, the Moroccans, like to do that. And so there are two groups, uh, two languages of Berber people. There they're both Berber, but one of them is called Alice Berber, and the other is called Reef, Reefy Berber. And God has given us a person uh, who has a tremendous heart. Uh, and well, if I tell you anything about her, she she runs, she she goes by the name Mickey. And, but that's not her real name. But she's from there. She grew up in an orphanage there and has come back and got a burden for those people. And so she's working with us to, to produce these two sites, to get them translated. They'll be going, they're not finished yet, but they'll be going online soon. And we're going to have an, another open door to another people. And these are only a few of the things that God is, is doing. Uh, uh, show, show, go ahead and show them emission to islam.org. This is another thing that we built. This is an analytics site. You won't see much happening on there right now because... It's, it's nighttime there. Uh, but if you were to tune to this site or go to this site during the, uh, during the night, our, our night would be their day, and you would see uh, people, pins coming up all over the map and people hitting. You can see how many hits we've had recently. 45,117 hits to the site recently. People uh, coming and looking, and you see the, the conversions and the people asking for discipleship. And uh, they would show this what's happening how many are listening on the radio at any given time and so god is doing wonderful things and we're excited about it and uh, not only is i talked about one innovation that's coming up you know how uh, elon musk is launching these giant rockets now and putting satellites up those satellites uh, are orbiting in a special orbit and they go over they cover basically the whole world, and they work just like cell phone towers because as one satellite passes over, your cell phone will connect to that. As the next one passes over, it switches to that satellite seamlessly and you don't even know. It's just like if you're driving down the road and talking on a cell phone, you go from one cell tower to the next and you don't even know, It never the call never breaks. And so those people are getting Internet access in some of the most remote places in all of the world. And uh, Elon Musk is going to get some challenge because the Facebook guy is also trying to put up satellites. And by the time they're finished, they're going to be giving this Internet away to these guys. And it gives us access to be able to reach them, to put those websites, to put those Internet radio stations uh, right to their cell phone. Wherever they go, we're going to be able to find them. They do a search, they find it, they hit the button, and the gospel starts to come right out of their cell phone. And so God is doing some, some crazy things and all of that from... You know, we we grew up in Lower Michigan. We were just back there because uh, Joyce's mom passed away this last week, and we were there for her funeral. But we just grew up. You know, she, she grew up on the farm. My dad was an auto worker, and we weren't even believers at that point yet. But the Lord got a hold of us right after we were married, and and He's called us to this. And and He He has to prepare us for what He's called us to. This thing is way over our heads, because if He calls us in over our heads, then we have to listen to Him and do things His way. You know, we can't run off on our own and say, I got this, Lord. I don't got this, Lord. (laughs) I'm trusting in Him every day for His guidance and His help. And so we appreciate it. The three things that we need right now, we need your prayer because we are in over our heads. But God is, is blessing. Number two, we need workers. I mentioned those workers. We need those individuals to come and join us. We call them missionary opportunities because we're looking for people that can come and, and either bring a missionary support base when they, like they've returned from another country. Perhaps they've retired and they can help us. They would like to learn to do the thing that we need them to do. Uh, maybe they're disabled and they've got an income. They could come and join us and to help us to, uh, to carry on and to finish what God has called us to do together. But we are an interesting and exciting day uh, what time is it getting to be? 11.26. We've got a couple of minutes. Uh, and I want to challenge you because this is an interesting and exciting day. You know, we're a lot of us are politically, we're kind of fighting to be able to get back to the America that we've always had. But, you know, we got to get the idea that maybe it's not going to come back the way that it was. The only way may be a way that we call forward. Uh, you take a look at the Early church, what kind of a culture did they live in? They came into the Roman Empire. The Romans didn't like them, and the Jews made sure the Romans didn't like them. You know, And so they came into a world where they were persecuted. But they came in, and because of the moving of the Holy Spirit and the power that God had, because He wanted the world to be reached in that day, He blessed them so that they touched the entire world for the gospel, the entire then-known world. Well, we're coming up at a time, again, where we are moving toward... A promise that God has made in Matthew 24 14 that this world will be reached and then the end will come well guess who he called to, re- to, to do the reaching he called us to do the reaching and so we're in for some exciting days they may not be the nicest days they won't be the friendliest days they won't be nice and warm and fuzzy but they could be days filled with the power of the Holy Spirit to do something that God has called us to do to make miracles happen in our hands and and Let me read you a passage of Scripture. Get down to this here. I won't be able to probably preach the entire message that I intended to share today, but let me give you just a little bit. And it comes out of uh, Matthew 20, verses one through seven, and it says, "For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard, and when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day." he sent them into the vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, uh, you go also go to my vineyard and whatever is right I'll give you. So they went. And again, he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did likewise. And about this eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing idle. And he said to them, why have you been standing here all day idle? And they said, because no one has hired us. And he said to them, you also go into my vineyard and whatever is right you shall receive. Now we could go on to see what he had to say about that. But this one morning, God got me up early in the morning, just like he had this morning. And uh, at that point, I was a little younger then. It was a little easier to give in to him (laughs) than it was this morning. But I got up and made a pot of coffee and started to wait on the Lord. And I read this passage right here. And he made those words jump out at me that said in about the 11th hour, he went out about the 11th hour and found others standing around. And he asked them, why have you been standing here all day doing nothing? Because no one has hired us. answer. and he said, you also go into my vineyard and whatever is right, you shall receive. And the Lord said to me, this is the 11th hour. We, the world is in its 11th hour. As we see the signs of Jesus coming in. Uh, it's obvious that it, now you know as, as we take a look at it let me let me paint a picture for you that helps you to to understand about why we've been to this seemingly been to this place before it's because here we've got a devil and he knows this passage where it says that they will be reached and then the end will come and when the end comes he's going to hell and in in its final stages that's that's forever he's going there forever and he doesn't want to go to hell forever. He wants to stay here forever so that he doesn't have to go to that torment. And so he's fighting now. Can the devil, the devil's created by God. Can the devil beat God face to face? Can he go to war with him and beat him and stop this? Stop himself from going to hell? No, he can't do that. He's not powerful enough to do that. So what does he think he's doing? Well, number one, God has made promises to Israel. All Israel shall be saved. You got to be careful how you understand that because not all who are of Israel are of Israel. However, there's going to be a tremendous revival among the Jewish people and many are going to be saved. And he's also said that we would reach the world and then the end will come. Now, God's made those promises, but they rely on, particularly the second one, relies on what we do because we're the ones that have been called to reach them. Now, if the devil can trip us up and keep us from finishing the job that God has given us to do, then he thinks he can extend his time here indefinitely, maybe maybe forever. And so he's trying to catch God in his promises where those promises are based on what we as the church do. And it makes a difference what we as the church do. We've got work to do. But you see, also, it's that exciting time when we we step into that thing that God has called us to do and when we obey and the Holy Spirit comes alongside and says, I'm in you with that and I'm going to make something happen. We will see things happen. Things are going to happen in our hands. And and there's a lot we could say about this, um, about it being the 11th hour. Um, Gosh, and I'm I'm going to jump, basically just going to jump right to the end because we're going to run out of time otherwise. But uh, (sighs) what does the 11th hour look like? I'll read you one thing. Now, as he sat at the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us when these things will be and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? And he answered and said, take heed that no one deceives you for many will come in my name saying I'm the Christ and will deceive many and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you're not troubled for all of these things must come to pass but the end is not yet for nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there will be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in various places and these things are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up uh to tribulation and to kill you and you'll be hated of all nations for my name's sake and then many will be offended and betray one another and hate one another and many false prophets will rise up to deceive many and because lawlessness will abound the love of many will grow cold but he that endures to the end will be saved and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached to the whole world as a witness to all nations and then the end will come do those days look familiar those days look familiar And the reason, as as I started mention before, that that we have sort of, you know, at one point they they kind of thought that that, uh, old uh, Hitler would be the Antichrist, but it wasn't Hitler that was going to be the Antichrist. It was the devil trying his strategy to see how far he could push that, to see what he could accomplish, to see where it fails so that he could back away and try it again later. You see, and so through history, we've had the devil trying to do this and trying to trying to stop things from happening, trying to put God in a place where his promise wouldn't be fulfilled, either because there are no more Jews to fulfill it to or because there are no more Christians to finish the Great Commission the way that God has promised. You see, and so he's trying it. He's going to try it again. He's going to try it until it's finished and until God comes and says it's enough. But you see, there's just that one little thing and they shall be reached and then the end will come. And so we've got a lot to do. What kind of time is it? It's not a time to be lazy, for sure. It says the, the scriptures, uh, Matthew, or I'm sorry, Second Peter, three fourteen says to be diligent, to be diligent, that you may be. Well, let me read it. Uh, Therefore, uh, beloved, looking forward to these things, be diligent to be found in Him in peace, without spot and blameless. Now it doesn't say be diligent to be blameless but he says "Dilig, be diligent that you may be found blameless why because when we're busy doing what he wants us to do and fulfilling the things that he's called us to do talking to the people that he wants us to reach and ministering to the people that he wants us to reach out to then we're blameless because we haven't committed that sin of omission because we didn't do the thing that he called us to do you see so that's how we remain blameless he made us blameless and we can always come back to him and get forgiveness but it's a lot more fun (laughs) to step forward and do the things that He's called you to do and see what He does when you obey Him. Uh, it's, there are going to be changes in the church because as this, this pressure comes on the church, we're going to start dropping those things that divide us. And we're going to start looking at each other and saying, and we, we saw this in New Guinea. Uh, I couldn't find my own brand over there, so I found some other guys. Oh, gee, those guys are believers too. Son of a gun, didn't know that, you know. And, and we started working together and started doing things together. and and minister together and and God bless that thing and and as we move forward the same thing is going to happen here as we minister and as we start to recognize one another and start to not emphasize too hard that thing that we think that divides us uh, from our brothers and our sisters and God is going to do some exciting things not a day to collect toys or hoard wealth Um, those things are going to come to nothing even as Babylon's wealth comes to nothing in Revelation that it says, Psalm says, "He that trusts in riches will fall," and it talks about in Ecclesiastes. It talks about riches held back by the owners of those things to their hurt. They held them back to their own hurt. You see, God wants us to release things for the kingdom, and when we do, God can work with that and He can bless us. And so, we are going to see some exciting things happen. Uh, so put your heart in the right place and open your hand to God. I heard this story one time about this guy that had uh, had he, he'd been what sometimes we call a good steward. He'd pretty well hung on to everything, you know. And, uh, and here it is, Lord, you know, here I, I didn't waste any of it, you know, didn't lose any of this. But he got to heaven and he's getting the tour of heaven and seeing all of the mansions. There. He sees Billy Graham's mansion; it's a beautiful place. And and somebody else, and it's wonderful. And then he walked around the corner and here's yours, and it's this little clapboard house. And he says, well. What's this about? And he says, well, this is all you sent us ahead to work with, you know. And so what are we sending ahead? What are we, how are we with the stuff that God has given us? Are we open or are we hanging on to that stuff? And, and I would encourage you to be open, you know, to doing with that what God has called you to do, to seeing those things, uh, to seeing God's kingdom advance because it's the 11th hour and there's work to do and they're still still needing to be reached. Uh, We talked about being diligent. And we shouldn't become discouraged because we're winning. God is doing some exciting things. In some places, I mean, the gospel is is the fastest-growing religion in the world in most countries, and in some countries, they're being saved faster than they're being born. And so God is doing some things, but we need to enter into that. If God is calling you to the mission field, go, go. If God is calling you to talk to that guy across the street, go do it because that's his doing and it will bear fruit. Don't listen to Satan's lies about becoming weary and well-doing and and becoming that way. Let's see them reached because exciting things are happening. And don't despise the day of small things. Sometimes we think the little bit that I've got to do is nothing. It it really can't make a difference. you know, I, I shouldn't even probably step out into that. But let me let me share with you an an, an illustration. Um, let me see, get on the right page for this. I've got the names right. Uh, uh, oh, here we are. Um, you remember remember the Soviet Union? We talked about that. You remember when it fell in about 1990? That was before some of you were born. But it was it was, it was a bad situation. But that fell. And a guy named Boris Yeltsin had an awful lot to do with opening up the Soviet Union and the change that happened on the inside so that it could open up and become what it was. And they asked, he Yeltsin was, was interviewed one time, and he says, who was it that inspired you? And he said it was Lech Walesa. Now who was Lech Walesa? Lech Walesa was a Polish union leader who was a huge part of the, breakdown of communism in poland and who eventually became the prime minister of the country okay and so Lech walesa had been interviewed who was it that encouraged you who was it that inspired you to stand and see the changes that have taken place and his answer was it was dr martin luther king who in his fight for racial equality stood and saw changes happening without throwing a single rock incidentally. Well, Martin Luther King was once interviewed and asked him, who is it that inspired you to walk forward and see the changes that have taken place in your country as a result of what you've done? And his answer was that it was Rosa Parks. Now, you remember who Rosa Parks was? Refused to go to the back of the bus. Okay, now turn the story around. Could it be that a little old black lady who refused to go to the back of the bus was the spark that ignited a change that brought down and chain, by chain reaction in the Soviet Union. So I ask you again, is the little bit that you've got to do, can it make a difference or won't it? It can, and it will. Now, it doesn't always happen. I don't think Rosa Parks realized what she was doing. I, I'm, yeah, I, I think she was still alive though when she, she died just a couple of years ago. She got to see it, and so if she ever heard this chain, she would know that what happened made a difference not only here, but on the other side of the world. And so we've got to look at it the same way. God can take the little bit that we've got and he can use it because it's still the 11th hour and there's still work to be done. There are still souls to be reached. And what we have to give makes a difference whether we give it or whether we do it or whether we don't give it or whether we don't do it. So I encourage you, go for it. Thank you. And thank you for your help. God bless
0: you, Thank you so much for sharing. Man, God is doing some awesome stuff around the world, and He's doing it through the ministry of global radio outreach. I wanted to um, give you a few verses this morning before I before you leave. And let's go first. Uh, you know, when we think about missions, uh, Mark 16 15 it says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. All right, this is directions for us, right? Uh, Luke 14.23 says this, Then the Master said to the servant, Go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Matthew 28.19 says, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded to, to you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. When I was in college, there was a, a missionary that had come to speak at the college. and He was a missionary to uh, the area of Sudan. And if you know anything about Sudan and what has happened there uh, in world history and, and with missions, you know it's been a very difficult place. And so he talked about, uh, boy, there was a story he told, and it was a really exciting story, about uh, he was traveling with children, and a bus blew up, and he was, he was there where he was... Uh, Basically helping protect them and he's in the sand and the dirt and he was being shot at and all this kind of stuff. And and I thought, man, if that's missions work, sign me up. Right? I got so excited about it. Have you ever you've ever seen the movie uh, Machine Gun Preacher? Uh it's true story and it's uh, it's not recommended for children, but it's a fantastic story of a man who was converted, who became radically saved, and then radically went to the mission field in northern Africa and was shot at and saved children and I mean just an amazing amazing story and then I thought well is that what I'm called to is that what God has called me to has God called me to that radical missionary ministry of things blowing up and gunshots and all this different stuff and I thought man I was so gung-ho for it for like five minutes and then uh and then I thought well you know boy maybe that maybe that's what God has called you to, but maybe it's not what He's called me to. But that we are the hands and feet extended, and so we get to give to ministries where we might not be a part of it uh, directly, but we can be a part of it with our giving. We can be a part of it, part of it with our prayers. We can be a part of it. And, and this church has been a part of it for now. For you said a couple decades, right? And so you were we were talking last night. How many countries do you reach right now? 161 countries that are being reached uh, through the giving and through the prayers of you guys for the missionaries of this church. So that is awesome. That is really awesome. Mike and Joyce, thank you so much for being here. Uh, If you would stand with me this morning, if you would reach your hands out towards Mike and Joyce, we're going to pray over them, pray over the ministry. Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity to get to hear about global radio outreach, what the, uh, the powerful things that are happening there, the number of people who are being reached, which is astronomical. Lord, we pray that You would call in uh, the developers, the, the, the technology, the people that understand those things to do what it is You've called them to do. Lord, I pray that You would uh, continue to bless them, continue to grow them, continue to use them for Your glory. Lord, we thank You and praise You. We... we, we uh, pray for uh, safety as they travel wherever